It's Thursday, August 11th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, when you say your nipples are brown, are we talking milk chocolate, burgundy, or a rich espresso? Plus, the real president of the United States is a schizophrenic truck driver pissing in our water supply and meat-based weaponry. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents a lesson in techno music. This is where it all happens. So, you know anything about techno? No. Watch. See, the idea is to get the vibe going. Then you maintain the vibe with a transducing face and the right lights. We're primal, heading for cosmic. Just when you think we're in galactic ecstasy, we go acid. It's hardcore neutronic mutilation. Now we get serious. See, we're going on a psychotically calibrated, electronically executed, digitally compressed, cosmic screening journey through sonic rubiness. The world is coming to an end, but we don't care. Because we're moon tan nocturnal, vinyl consuming animals drifting easy through friendly space and analog trance. Nothing can doom this groove. We're controlling the vibe, manipulating the madness, sucking in the energy. Our cosmic nerve endings are telling us how to move, what to do, where to go, and then we know. Then time to go. The Distorted View Show. Tim Henson. I'm going to touch the feces and masturbate with it. We're going to rape this young man, aren't we? Mm, we sure are. People are enslaved to vegetables. Oh, that's a good toilet order. It's amazing. Beta! Yes, Tim Henson back here with you for the Thursday episode of DV. Got a great one for you today. You know, I always struggle when people ask me about myself. I don't like talking about me, despite the fact I'm a very narcissistic person and I rely on your love and admiration and constant approval. Otherwise, I immediately crumble and spiral into a deep, deep depression. I may have some unresolved mental issues. Still, when people ask about me, I clam up. Now I've got something to tell them. Oh, me? I'm a moon tan nocturnal. I'm psychotically calibrated, electronically executed, and digitally compressed. I'm just a vinyl-consuming animal, just looking for a good time, a toxic screaming journey through some sonic grooviness, you know, that's me in a nutshell. That entire, uh, I guess it's a monologue, a musical monologue, is from the 1990s movie Vibrations. Ever hear of it? Probably not. Apparently it's a big piece of shit. The synopsis reads, uh, rising musician T.J. Cray gets the shot of a lifetime, an audition with an A&R man, you know, like a record executive. But on the big day, a carload of drunks smash into his car and his hand is severed. That's what I call a hardcore neutronic mutilation. Kind of hard to get those keyboard vibes going with just one hand, right? So uh, this guy's life totally falls apart. He becomes homeless. The music's not in me anymore, man. I got nothing to live for. He gives up music. He becomes a homeless drunk. One night, though, Cray wakes up to a pulsing beat in an abandoned warehouse. That's right. A rave is in full action. 
Coming to his rescue is some bitch who I believe is Christina Applegate. You know, Kelly Bundy from Married with Children. A computer artist who takes him outside for fresh air. They become friends and eventually reinvent TJ's career. With the help of friends, they replace his hands with prosthetics and design a metallic cyber-looking suit. Now going by the name Cyberstorm, he becomes an overnight sensation. I'm pretty sure the movie is just like Terminator, but with an unsa 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 beat. That is the movie Vibrations, and that's what you heard at the top of the show today. Check it out. Well, at risk of being called a libtard and getting yelled at to stop talking about politics, I am going to mention that Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago was uh, pretty much raided. The FBI was looking for something, apparently... Trump took a bunch of documents with him when he left the White House that he shouldn't have, which is totally on brand for him. I mean, come on. I bet you all politicians do that. Every president that left the White House took a few things they shouldn't have with them. It's like um, uh, doing your taxes. You can uh, fudge the numbers a little bit. If you go a little too hog wild, though, you sound the alarms. And I think uh, Trump took one too many boxes full of documents that he shouldn't have. I don't know. What he took and what he did does not interest me in the least. You know me, man. I'm all about people freaking out. That's what I love. That's 75% of this podcast. The second Trump tweeted that uh, Mar-a-Lago was raided, boom. His supporters were right outside, blaring, proud to be an American, waving flags, wearing big oversized Make America Great Again hats and crying. It was a scene, man. It's always a scene. Here's one very rational sounding person. Just horrible people. They have the devil in them and they're all going to burn in hell one day. She's holding a Trump banner, although it's kind of hard to see because someone else is trying to weasel their way in with their Biden is not my president banner. Everyone wants a little screen time. I get it. If you didn't believe me about that song, uh, they most certainly were playing. Proud to be an American from a big monster truck or something. A lot of people showed up. I mean, you gotta give it to President Trump. He's kind of a rock star, right? I don't think any other politician would garner this type of support. Here's that woman with the big floppy Make America Great Again hat. Kind of hard to uh, come across as intelligent when you're wearing basically a big foam finger on your head. The administration, the Democrats are weaponizing the FBI and it has to stop. The FBI is not here to weaponize against another president. It never has happened before. Um, they should go after things that are clearly a violation, meaning the Hunter laptop, which they don't even have to investigate because the laptop is right there. All the evidence is there. It's true. I mean, Hunter really should be arrested for all the crap that's on his laptop, but it's not like government shit. It's just him fucking crack horse doing drugs. I mean, it's a, it's a different type of crime being committed. Why can't we do both? Hillary, all of that is not domestic. Yeah, okay, Hillary and her emails. Like, the greatest hits being played right now. As a matter of fact, I've got a, a broadcaster here who also continues with this line of thinking. I believe that God <laughs> gave us another chance to rally. This is a blessing in disguise, you see. God gave us another chance to rally again against the dark forces of an evil Biden empire. Wherever you are hiding, Barack Obama. Obama's on a beach. Right, he, he has nothing to do with this. He's trying to make some podcasts for Spotify or something. 
Why are you dragging him into this? He's not the boogeyman anymore. Wherever you are hiding, Barack Obama, we see your hands behind it all. But I want you to know something. The very gallows you have built for our president, watch out, sir. Watch out, sir. There's going to be a day of vengeance. He's not advocating for violence. He's saying God is going to strike him down. It's different. I think I have one more clip. This guy is also at Mar-a-Lago, and uh, I believe he's crying. I love this guy. He's done so much for this country, more than any president in the United <laughs> in the United States. Beta man. Seriously, stop being such a cuck for Trump. It's cool if you respect him, but don't cry. I mean, come on. Be a little Sigma about it, you know? Learn the ways of the true Chad. Little bitch boy shedding a tear for the man he loves. This guy, he's done so much for this country, more than any president in the United in the United States. This gets you emotional. Yeah, absolutely it is. You know, look what they're putting his family through. Look what they're putting him through. This is giving me uh, Mead Skelton vibes. Remember when he uh, was not allowed to go to the Trump rally? He asked his daddy and his daddy said no. It made one hell of a sad country song. So, hey, folks, I'm very disappointed. I want to go to the Trump rally, but my daddy won't let me. Doesn't that sound like an old country and western song? Wake up in the morning. Greet by the sunrise. Fixing me some pancakes, pouring out the cornflakes while daddy reads the news. I say Trump's in town, and I guess I'm going down to see the man who leads the USA. But daddy turned to me with a frown on his face and said, Boy, don't pull that shit today. Trump rally, Trump rally, MAGO rules. Who needs to graduate middle school? Surrounded by people just like me. Too proud of our flag to bend the knee. Full of heart, full of chins. Best of all, just white skin. I gotta see Trump, but daddy won't let me. shooters crowd packed full of mobility scooters the bigger the belly the bigger the bloat trump has got that honky-tonk vote just gotta see but daddy won't let me over the years i have sung a lot on distorted view daily many people would say i've sung too much even i have to admit though i think my calling is a country western singer that motherfucker's a bop right there by the way, I'm very excited to announce that one of my songs is actually going to be played on the radio. I shit you not. Thanks to DV listener Miss May, who has her very own program on the legendary radio station WFMU. I think that's somewhere in New Jersey. Tune in next Tuesday, somewhere between 1 and 3, and you will hear my hit song, Carbon Chaperone. That's one of the songs she's going to feature on her radio program. You can listen online over there at WFMU.org. Maybe, I don't know, just search for WFMU. I believe this is the first time uh, one of my songs has received airplay on the radio. Could you imagine if this becomes a hit? WFMU is just the beginning. Finally going to get some buzz around my music. Gold certified records, concerts. It's all in the cards now, baby. And finally leave this podcast behind and follow my dream of being a, um, a pop star like Lady Gaga. It's interesting that I did not choose a, a male recording artist to compare myself to, but, you know, I think my talents most closely resemble uh, Lady Gaga's. Anyways, if you've never heard uh, Char- uh, Car- I don't even know the name of my song, Carbon Chaperone, here's just a quick couple seconds of it to hear the whole thing. Oh, you got to tune in to WFMU next Tuesday. 
bits and bytes, electric lights, RAM and ROM, a digital bomb. That's all you get. It's just to whet your appetite. I don't even know what type of, you know, what genre of music Garbage Chaperone is. I think I'd call it Moontan Trance. It's definitely in the greater techno genre. By the way, I did also send Miss May my Trump rally song, maybe on an upcoming episode. I'm trying, I'm pushing for Miss May to do an entire hour of Meat Skelton music. I would love to be a guest. Oh, maybe I could co-host with her. I bet you even Mead would be a part of it. We could get uh, we could interview Mead because, you know, his music's going to be played on the radio. It's good for him, too. Maybe I can finally get my duet with Mead. Oh, this will be great. Miss May, if you want to collaborate, email me. All right, let's move on. Honestly, you guys are right. I spend way too much time talking about Trump. When in reality, he's not the president. Biden isn't even the president. Thanks to DV listener and Discord user Veranda Door. Really? That's the name you're going with? I'm sorry. I throw out great potential usernames all the time. Does Twink Toilet ring a bell? That's gold, man. But okay, you're going with Veranda Door. I mean, that's a perfectly fine name for a drag queen. I miss Veranda Door, honey. Anyway, the fabulous, sensual, sexy Veranda Door provided a link to uh, Kevin Bergman. This is the type of YouTube shit I love. First of all, he's only got 46 subscribers. We're like pretty much the first people to discover this guy. The video I'm about to play uh, only has 57 views. And in it, we learned that, uh, you know, the recent pandemic, it was all his doing. Consider it his wrath. There won't be an election this year. The ghost is going to remove Trump and all the candidates. Now, I told everybody that if you did not accept me as your president, that I would destroy the United States. And within, what, seconds or days, that virus got loose, took off and spread and came to the United States and destroyed your United States economy. That's proof enough for me. I bow down to you. You are my God. Every hurricane I've asked for occurred within seconds after I asked. Behold the power. Every earthquake, every fire, every tornado. Hey, you should ask for some new teeth because you're you're missing most of them. It's like these guys with unlimited power asking for hurricanes and global pandemics. It's great, but why do you have such bad hygiene? Everything I've asked for, even... For the proof that some of you asked for, I gave you. You all had your chance. Now you've mocked the ghost, which is <laughs> very, very bad. And you've had your fun. Now the ghost is ready to remove Trump and any candidates and any of their followers. It should be noted this video was posted back in 2020. There was an election. Kevin here is not yet in office. If that's you, you can't say I didn't warn you. There won't be an election. Oh, there was an me. election. There, but Yeah, okay. You will have to accept God as your president. Or be removed. The ghost will not take any more excuses. So, my cigarette ran out because my dad called me. Dang it. I like having a cigarette while I'm talking. 
I see our Lord and Savior is a Newport man. Good choice. See, I drink pure water. I can do whatever I want. It cancels everything out. Have a greasy bacon cheeseburger, wash it down with water. That's healthy. Smoke a pack of cigarettes, drink a fruit smoothie. Boom, you're back at net zero. By the way, water does appear to be very important to this guy. I learned that he's a truck driver, and apparently he drives from city to city purifying the water. This is uh, God Kevin Sigma and Shiva, and uh, with me here is Goddess Sophia, known as Natasha. Oh, he's got himself a bitch. And uh, we're going trucking, we're going to purify the United States water so all the devils have to leave. There you go. You know his idea of purification is pissing in our water supply. That's got to be it, right? His most recent video was just a few hours ago. So my message to everybody is I would stop chasing me if I were you because I'm, I never was the enemy. It was the energy of life. That That's pretty much the entire video. It's a perfectly sane thing to say, although he's right. Life is fucking draining. Maybe I need that purified water he keeps talking about. Piss down my throat, Lord. Give me that sweet, holy amber nectar. Amen. All right, uh, let's move on. I got an email earlier today from Marissa. She's been listening to that Chris Hansen podcast. She writes, uh, found out about that podcast from your show. You need to check out episode 76. She's apparently uh, binging Chris Hansen's show, Predators I've Caught. She said episode 76 is a particularly good one. So let's take just a few minutes. And I love just to hear. I love listening to Chris Hansen read those filthy pedophile transcripts. I love hearing him say those. That's where Twink Toilet came from. Now, in the episode I have for you today, I don't remember what the dude's screen name was. I'm sure we'll hear it. Chris Hansen will say it at some point. He's going to read the chat transcripts. But uh, the dude's real name is Joseph John Wonderler. And I believe he's pervin after a young girl. Of course, it's just a decoy from perverted justice. Virginia Mail 69, 2005. Virginia Mail 69. Nice. Makes the first approach. Sweet Aaron 78 says hi. So Sweet Aaron 78 is the decoy. Virginia Man 69 or whatever is, of course, uh, our Joseph John Wonderler. Okay, I thought maybe after you read my message I posted in the room, you would not talk to me anymore. Oh, I didn't see it. What'd you say? This. 28 male Northern Virginia with eight slash quotation mark shaved pierce cock looking to get sucked. This podcast is so much better than anything on stupid Dateline because Chris Hansen could say cock, shaved cock. Maybe slide into a nice wet pussy. <laughs> How are there not like 30,000 Chris Hansen soundboards on the internet now? Again, these are way better than any of the censored uh, old sound clips we heard from Dateline. These drops should be all over TikTok. Am I going to have to do this myself? So that's his opening line in this chat room, right? <laughs> that's how he's going to get started. All right. So this continues on. I'm going to fast forward a bit. I am thinking, I bet you have some nice, small pink nipples, he says. You wrong, she said. They're big, brown, and oblong. One nipple doesn't even come out. It's an innie. I fell off my bike when I was seven, slid on the gravel, took my tits right off. Yeah, they're brown. Thick or thin pussy lips. Now, who says this? Perverts, pedophiles, of course, Chris Hansen, you know that. Thin or thick pussy lips, come on. 
Chunky style or deli cut? Out with it, bitch. And again, I'm sure there's an excuse down the road about he was just role-playing or it was just talk. In fact, that's what he says to me face-to-face. Of course. Although he admits, and you'll hear this, that this is wrong. It's inappropriate. And he's got problems. I don't know, she says. Normal, I guess. Measure them. How do you measure the thickness of stuff? Is it like calipers or something? Nice. Would love to lick them. I love that the decoys don't give in to like everything these perverts are obviously into. Like this guy's asking about her, her nipples. I bet you they're nice and small and pink. No, they're brown. That's good, too. That's good, too. I'll lick them. Don't worry. It just it makes it more believable, too. Like the little girls being honest. But he continues. Oh, of course he does. So have you ever done anything with another female? She just turned 14. She hasn't done anything with guys either. She's not lessing out yet. Have you ever been to that nudist resort, Hedonism 2? No, again, teenager. Have you ever done any MILF porn? 14! 14! What the fuck do you want from me? Female. No. So would you ever shave your pussy? Oh my god. This guy Maybe with if the my shaved boyfriend pussy. wanted. He goes on and on about the shaved pussy. I may have skipped over a bunch of those parts. You may you may not have heard it, but believe me, he likes the shaved pussy. Let me just fast forward to the confrontation. You know, when Chris Hansen actually meets this guy. Oh, before we get into that real quick, one last part from chat transcripts. I think it's kind of important. What do I want to see you do with the dog? He confirms. All right. <laughs> yeah, she says. Yeah. I would like to see you get licked by him. And if he gets hard, stroke him. And if he tries to, let him inside you. Is that all? Sure, I can do that. No problem. But you, you basically said you want the dog to do everything to her. What do you want the dog to do to me? Uh, lick you, penetrate you, want you to jerk him off, swallow the dog gum. <laughs> this is what he says. Very specific about the dog sex. Yeah. I don't know about having sex with a dog. It, it's, it'd be scary. She hasn't even had sex with a person yet. It's just, I mean, not that that's like a natural progression, but still, you know, usually human on human sex is enough. It's twisted. It's disgusting. It's illegal. Hey, um, stop being so judgy, judgy, Chris Hansen. Listen to him spouting his puritanical bullshit. Trust me, you will love getting licked by him. And I will help you if you want to try letting him inside you. Oh, my God. Where does this come from? That right there, I promise you will love. Will give you such a huge orgasm. Now, how does he know this? He may have read books, Chris. You don't know. By the way, this guy, um, Joseph Wanderer, Wanderler, uh, he turned out to be, I think, a police sergeant. He doesn't explain it to me. If you do try having sex with him, and don't worry, you can't get pregnant from it. After he comes in you, I want to slide myself into your pussy filled with his cum. And it gets more specific than that. I'm going to spare you the rest of the details. I mean, I know the whole thing is gross, but oh my God, that's super gross. All right. So now we're at the moment when uh, Chris Hansen is about to walk in like the uh, perverted justice decoy goes. I got to put some clothes in the laundry. Always doing laundry. BRB. Uh, so the guy's sitting down eating the cookies or whatever. He whispers, almost mouthing, where's the dog? That's when he knew something was wrong. 
Uh, I was told there would be a dog here you were going to fuck. I was sold a bill of goods, and it turns out you obviously are scamming me. This I don't want normal, like, underage sex. That's not good enough for me. This is what he wants to know right before I walk out. Take a listen. Yeah, he's by himself, right? The, the decoys walked away, and he's like, where the hell is that dog? I drove all this way to slide my dick into a pussy that's already been cream-filled with dog jizz. So help me, God, if she was lying. So I got a, I got a skirt I'm going to put on. We're going to spin the counter for a second. Thanks. All right, so that, you know that's when the decoy leaves. Let's get to uh, when Chris Hansen really interrogates this guy. I know what you guys are doing, and I I understand, and I see where you guys are coming from. It sounds like what you're saying is, okay, 14-year-old girl, it's okay to have sex with me. It's like I've done it before. I was just talking. That was it. Would you ever try anal? Ouch, that sounded like it could hurt. Not if done right. You have to be very gentle with that. But Romeo, I'm, I'm a lonely guy. What can I say? I'm a lonely guy, he says. He also later says that he's uh, getting help, right? I guess he goes to a therapist. I would double up on your weekly appointments because it ain't working. Yeah, I know. But what's in here is uh, sex act after sex act after sex act. We're talk of sex with multiple people. And other creatures, too. Talk of stuff that's way out there. Like, frankly, it's just, just talk. That was all. People do it all the time online. I know, but there's a difference between doing it online and showing up at a house. Again, if you want to hear the whole thing, check out Predators I've Caught with Chris Hansen. This is episode 76, Where's the Dog? Good title. Chris does reveal that this was actually like uh, the second sting operation that he was a part of for Dateline. And this was before the cops would show up. You know, at the end... After Chris confronts the Predator, he's like, well, I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. You're free to go whenever you want. And then there's kind of like almost like a sigh of relief from the Predator. Like, I'm going to get away with this. Then they uh, they leave the house and are immediately tackled by a bunch of police officers. That apparently didn't happen the first couple times they did uh, to catch a Predator. Chris said, uh, starting with the next operation, they started working with police. So this guy was able to just uh, go home. He still got in trouble. He pled guilty. He you know, he was a sergeant. He wasn't a police sergeant like I thought. He was uh, like a sergeant in the army or something. So he was in all sorts of trouble. That uh, is the case of Joseph John Wonderler. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. When you sign up, you'll gain access to the entire archive of programs. Been at this show since December 2004. There are thousands of past programs in the archives. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Drops that monthly price down to like five-something a month. Not a bad deal at all. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Again, check out Superfreaksideshow.com. When you sign up, you get access to a, a special little RSS feed that you can plug into most podcasting apps. Now, if you use Apple Podcast or Spotify... There's an even easier way to gain access to brand new Sideshow episodes. You can uh, just tap right in the app. 
sign up for exclusive access that way. You'll immediately see all the uh, Side Joe exclusive episodes I recently did and uh, all of the free shows all available in one feed there. Just another way to get Sideshow content. For more information, check out distortedview.com and, of course, superfreaksideshow.com. Uh, finally, there is one last way to help continue supporting DV. Uh, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. If you get any sort of enjoyment out of DV, please consider supporting the show. It really does mean a lot to me. This is how I make my living. So you guys are the reason this show continues. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, a British man who visited Afghanistan during the Taliban takeover last year is back in the country and he's bought an insensitive rug depicting the 9-11 attacks. If you would like to check it out, I've made it uh, the chapter artwork. And of course, I'll make it a featured image over there at distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Miles Rutledge, a former physics student, said he settled on Afghanistan last summer after Googling most dangerous countries to visit, and he picked the top entry. Afghanistan is beautiful this time of year. Honestly, I don't even know if they have seasons in Afghanistan. Anytime it's depicted, it's just rubble. I'm guessing that's summer. The 23-year-old from Birmingham has been to the country three times now and appears to have developed an affinity with the Taliban. I feel like you should be on some sort of watch list at this point. Dude's going back and forth to Afghanistan. He's chummy chummy with the Taliban. He's even been photographed having tea with the Islamic fundamentalist group that has taken over Afghanistan and been accused of war crimes, whittling down women's rights, and of extrajudicial killings. Wait, are we still talking about Afghanistan or are we talking about the United States? Ah! Oh yeah, I went there. Timmy Boo getting political. You can't stop me from spitting facts. You need to get your head checked, bitch. Sorry about that. Uh, Yes, the man boasted on Twitter on August 9th, I'm officially Afghanistan's largest exporter to England. 150 plus flags, patches, and rugs. Attached to his post were a series of photos and goods which he intends to sell, including one of a small yellow rug depicting two airplanes smashing into the World Trade Center. It's uh, it's a horrific rug because it's yellow. I mean, it goes with absolutely nothing. It's going to look weird in most rooms. It's a bit tacky, and the planes don't look great. Also, I don't understand what a lot of this means. The errors m- m- mere... The errors mere in America... Second impact, first impact. Oh, I see. First impact American flight, second impact. Then there's some holes in a building and a bird eating the American flag, I think. It's like it's hard to tell what's going on. For a little backstory, the attacks on September 11th, 2001 were carried out, uh, carried out by Al-Qaeda, the multinational terrorist network set up by Osama bin Laden, which is known to have a close relationship with the Taliban. The coordinated attacks across four locations in New York City, Washington, D.C. Oh, there was an attack there, too? Huh. I thought it was Atlanta. New York City, Atlanta, and Pennsylvania. You say so. I was just thinking, like, you know, if if I was this terrorist network, I wouldn't uh, just focus on one area. Like, New York, Washington, D.C., Pennsylvania, it's all in the general same vicinity. It'd be much, uh, I don't want to say cooler, but it would be much more 
effective and scary if the attacks were like all over the U.S., like ah, New York City, Los Angeles, Atlanta, and then maybe like a symbolic one, fly a plane into Mount Rushmore or something, blow those heads up. I mean, you know, they did a hell of a job. I mean, it fucked us up, but they did. It was evil and wrong. And I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but still, they could have done so much more. I'm, I'm glad they didn't, you know. But let's not act like uh, what they did was so impressive. Mr. Rutledge said about the rug being insensitive, I'd simply ask them to reach out so I could uh, help them get the visas to Afghanistan so they can complain to the Taliban in person. He claimed it doesn't glorify the attack because it was made by Afghan women to tell a story of a historical event. Hundreds of American soldiers who signed up to the military because of 9-11 have this rug in their homes. Mm, I don't think that's true. The rug appears to have a dove flying between a U.S. and Afghan flag, but also has the words, the errors were made, or maybe were, maybe it was supposed to be were, the errors were made in America, stitched in. Reaction on Twitter was not exactly positive. Someone said, I think it's a, an homage or reflection of the experiences of war. No sane person would support 9-11 attacks or the Afghan war. Well, terrorists would. Another person said, what is that fucking 9-11 rug? They're proud of it? Even though the Taliban technically didn't do it? Miles has been previously accused of getting way too comfy with the Taliban. Under one post where Miles announced his return home, one commenter told Miles, I hope you get jailed. Don't worry, you're under surveillance, another person said. According to Amnesty International, the Taliban commit war crimes by targeting civilians, including killing teachers, abducting aid workers, and burning school buildings. Miles, though, thinks they're, quote, kind blokes because he had tea with the fighters after accidentally strolling into their compound in April. How is this man alive? He's either paying them off or he is some sort of operative, right? You look into that. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. This is a short one from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Jesus. Give me a hallelujah. Get a home of Florida. Yeah. This almost fucked up state. Shepherd, hear me now. Florida is almost fucked up state. Praise be to the Lord. Believe it or not, we've got another meat based attack. A Florida woman is facing a domestic assault charge for allegedly throwing a raw steak at her partner during a confrontation this past Sunday night in their residence. Police say Rochelle Wright, 42, and the male victim were involved in a verbal argument. They were both intoxicated when the uncooked meat went airborne. Wright and the man, cops report, have been together for 20 years and are the parents of a juvenile. I think it's okay to get a little physical in your relationship when you've been with someone for 20 plus years. Throwing one raw steak at his stupid fat head. Is that really domestic abuse at this point? Let's read on. According to a criminal complaint, Wright became angry at the victim while he was seated in a chair inside the family's home in Tarpon Springs, a Tampa suburb. Wright, investigators allege, subsequently picked up a steak and threw it at the victim. There was nothing else you could grab? You're going to potentially ruin a perfectly good piece of meat? That truly is the real crime here. 
spoken from a big fat ass. All right. Uh, the meat, however, missed its mark. Instead, the stake struck the victim's chair in a nearby wall. When questioned by police, Wright reportedly copped to the meat flinging, saying that she was tired of his behavior and their arguing. Wright was arrested for domestic assault and booked into the county jail on the misdemeanor charge. She was released from custody yesterday afternoon on her own recognizance. By the way, interesting to note, the stake, identified as the weapon in this case, was not confiscated by police, which I think they should have done in a case of uh, abuse like this. Or violence, right? You're supposed to take the weapon? I think there could be a mistrial if this thing goes to court. I don't think police handled the meat properly. Get yourself a good lawyer. They're going to get you off, honey. Final story we have for you today. This one comes from the state of Delaware. Apparently, Delaware has enacted a plastic bag ban at grocery stores. People don't like it, and they're freaking out. How? By stealing baskets. They're basically stealing shopping carts. Some shoppers have figured out a way around Delaware's plastic bag ban instead of bringing their own bags to the store. By the way, that's not the only option. You can pay fucking five cents for a, um, a paper bag. You can go that route. You can bring your own little tote bags to carry your groceries. You don't have to resort to stealing. Instead of bringing their own bags to the store, they're stealing the store's plastic shopping baskets. That's what I usually go for. When I go to the grocery store, I hate wheeling around those big shopping carts. Many stores don't have the the tiny shopping carts. I do like those. The basket, I gotta be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of. Even though I end up using it, it's very hard to look masculine holding that plastic basket. I feel like I should be skipping, dunking my hand in the basket, pulling out little flowers and throwing them on the ground. A tasket, a tasket. I remember going to the grocery store with my old roommate, Joey, and he would hold the basket in the gayest way possible. He wouldn't even use his hand to hold the basket. He would slide the basket down to like where the crook of his elbow was, and it would just sort of be dangling there like a purse almost. Oh, he's just the biggest gay ever. All right. Uh, Caitlin Francesco, a cashier and manager at the Acme in University Plaza, uh, said her store had so many baskets stolen that they're completely wiped out. They, they don't have a supply of baskets anymore. We don't have any more, she said. And actually, because of people stealing them, we aren't going to order any more. You've just you've all lost your basket privileges. The Acme location noticed people stealing the baskets immediately after the bag ban went into effect last month. Store employees were advised to uh, politely ask customers to return baskets if they were seen leaving with them. But some people just ignored these requests or they slipped out undetected. Although Acme and University Plaza will no longer supply shopping baskets, customers can still purchase reusable fabric bags or pay five cents for paper bags at checkout. I guess this is a relatively new ban. Back on July 1st, retail stores in Delaware were no longer allowed to provide any type of plastic carryout bag for customers. This bag uh, comes as an amendment to Delaware's original plastic bag ban that went into effect last year and allowed plastic bags with a 2.25 millimeter thickness to be deemed reusable. Businesses with smaller footprints had exceptions to the rule. Now, single-use plastic carryout bags are allowed only at restaurants. I wonder if there are ways that grocery stores could get around this by, like, um, 
setting up like a little in-store restaurant type thing. There's got to be some legal loopholes. Some retailers opted to provide paper bags for free or for a small fee or sell reusable fabric bags. Many quickly noticed their supply of plastic shopping baskets were rapidly dwindling. In New Jersey, several super, uh, supermarkets such as ShopRite, Whole Foods, Acme, and Stop and Shop experienced similar struggles with plastic shopping baskets disappearing after the statewide ban there on single-use plastic bags went into effect on May 4th. New Jersey's bag ban was signed into law back in November of 2020 and gave retailers 18 months to prepare for the switch. I gotta be honest with you, I, I don't think I would have saw that coming either. People actually stealing the baskets. Apparently, though, it happens everywhere there are plastic bag bans. Wyoming, Connecticut, Oregon. They've all seen uh, sharp increases in plastic shopping uh, basket thefts. Despite some retailers having gripes about the bag ban and its impact on customers... A customer service manager at the Food Lion says that his location has received no complaints about the ban. Well, you know, the stores can't do anything about it. He went on to say, if anything, it costs us less because we don't have to buy plastic anymore. All your baskets have been stolen. Wait till they start taking your shopping carts. That's net. You're going to start ordering more of those. Those are expensive. You'll start to feel the hurt then. Food Lion will rue the day they took their plastic bags away. All right. Uh, oh, that rhymed. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Thursday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. Many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out and chatting and sharing links and stuff. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. All right, let's do a couple real quick voicemails here. Let me see James Henson. I can confirm that you sound better than Lee Greenfield. Have a good day, Timmy Boo. Well, now I got to do a Google search for Lee Greenfield. And if uh, it's someone famous and someone I should know, I'm going to be embarrassed, right? Lee Greenfield is a uh, Minnesota House of Representatives person. Did we play him on the show? I'm doing a YouTube search now. I know who Lee Greenfield. Lee, It's Lee Greenwood, you idiot. <laughs> Lee Greenwood is the guy who sings. And they can't take that away. And I'm proud to be an American. Well, at least I know I'm free. <laughs> All right, we don't need to sing that again. Seems like every day I'm playing that song now. Next hey, what's up, Tim? It's Davide. Davide! Um, it's been a while because I've been super busy. But the other night, um, I went out, took a friend of mine out for his, his 21st birthday, and we got absolutely just okay. wanked. Nice. And then um, get home, coming around the next morning, and wake up to our smoke alarm fucking beeping. Have a terrible headache. I don't know why the smoke alarm's going off. Come here to work. And within about five to ten minutes, notice that the smoke alarm is beeping here at work, too. So I don't understand it's why. following you. All these people's smoke alarms are just going off everywhere. Like, like, is it going off or is it the low battery smoke alarm where it's just like one beep every 30 seconds, which is way more annoying, in my opinion. Where do you even get the batteries from? Those, those little square ones? No idea. I don't th- Aren't they just like double A batteries or nine volts or something? Any any store, literally any fucking store, you can get a battery for those things. Hi, Tim. Uh, calling in about a voicemail first played in February regarding a matter 
uh, that I think uh, came up in very late 2021. I'm sure this will air. This sounds very official. Like, am I being served or something? <laughs> uh, probably like the 4th of July or something. Uh, in any case, uh, Rape Van Winkle called in uh, saying uh, that uh, there was a Chi-Chi's, uh, a, uh, a fast food Mexican place, I think you were uh, under attack for enjoying. Okay, well, it's not fast food. It's fast casual. Get it right, asshole. In uh, the Fort Worth, Dallas area. There's uh, no saying way. that uh, you would uh, order more food or notify the waiter that you wanted more food by hoisting a little Mexican flag at your table. Um, and you said, that's not Chi-Chi's. You were right. That's not Chi-Chi's. Right. Uh, that's Poncho's. Ponchos, also a celebration of food. Uh, as far as I know, and I have done some research on this, because of course I have, Chi-Chi still exists overseas. I think like in Germany or something. I still get cravings for their seafood chimichangas. I might have to fly to Germany for that. Jimmy Boo, what it do? Long time sideshow freak Jimmy Boo. Hey, oh, Jimmy Boo. Long time since I called in. Also, my um, my evil alter ego, Jimothy Henson. Your Friday program, you talked about the gender fluid uh, demon doll, Rico, and you talked about her being into corpse pain, <laughs> which is kind of fucking funny when you think about it. But what she really said. Corpse paint. What it really said, I guess is uh paint yeah someone else called in about that paint sorry sometimes these people these people don't enunciate properly and i'm sure i have shitty hearing for you know i i I spend all day with headphones on my head you know i'm I'm sure i've got some hearing loss like what (laughs) colors and shit yes uh it's a big thing in the uh Particularly in the Swedish death metal scene. Oh, okay. Uh, Corpse paint. Very big business. You go and you look at, like, uh... Distorted View regrets the error. Abaddon and King Diamond and shit. That's, yeah. that's the style of paint. Corpse paint does sound like a great name for a band. They use on their face. Corpse paint. Okay, all right, all right. Thank you. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Why don't you guys get so angry? Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. A voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. What do I want to see you do with the dog? After he comes in you, I want to slide myself into your pussy filled with his cum. Thank you, Chris Hansen. <laughs> Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts uh, and Spotify. Those are two places where we could really use your help giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for that. I will be back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. You know, we started the week late, so uh, this is not typical, but uh, Friday, tomorrow, we'll be doing a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and then sometime this weekend, I'll be back doing a show for everyone to wrap things up for the week, so be on the lookout for all of that. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody!
Let's sit in the bathroom, wait till somebody come in. So I'm trying to clean up the mess. I'm still shitting, and and I have to take my clothes. I only and I have nothing else to put on. I shit in my shoes, all my legs. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.